wrestling world in shock today. Former champion Chris Benoit found dead in his Atlanta home along with his wife and young son. Police now treating the discovery as a double murder-suicide. World Wrestling Entertainment says Benoit failed to show for two live events over the weekend and apparently at least one suspicious text message sent to friends prompted wrestling officials to send police to his house. follow-up segment tonight, as you may know, pro wrestler Chris Benoit murdered his wife, seven-year-old son, earlier this week in suburban Atlanta. Benoit then hanged himself. Now comes word that 14 hours before the bodies were discovered, before, there was a posting on Wikipedia announcing the death of Nancy Benoit. Just more bizarre stuff in this awful case. So today's podcast, we were going to have uh, next week. We might have a we're going to have a might have a secret agent on. Okay, Ooh. and I'm working on that. And he's a little hesitant to come on the podcast, but you know what? As long as we disguise his voice. Could you blame him? I can't blame him because he's got agent. like top clearance. <laughs> he's got top clearance. And I, you know, I just make sure he's him. not a bullshit artist. No. You got to check him. Credentials and shit. Oh, of course. I don't fuck around when it comes to that shit. Uh, as you know, uh, we do have. Uh, so, like I said, uh, maybe next week we're going to have. Uh, top secret agent and SG will be back. Oh, will he? Okay. On the yeah, right now he's in vacation. He's vacationing. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's part of a conspiracy theory. And you know, it's, I've noticed he's been trying to break away from us. Yeah, like, this, you noticed I'm that. I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm trying to be a dad and blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. Bullshit! 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit! 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 It's all I hear. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. You noticed that? Yep. What's up with that? But uh, I do know that today um, we do have, and I'm, you know, usually I bullshit a lot, uh, and and we make fun and we and we make up stuff. But today I'm not bullshitting. We actually have um, uh, Uday was uh, or DK was out uh, actually uh, years ago, able to get real evidence from the Chris Benoit um, case. And here, yeah. All right. So years ago, I had the idea of. Um doing a documentary about the mysterious uh, Benoit murders because, as we all know, well, maybe not as all of us know, but um, there are, are holes in the story that is Benoit, and I wanted to do a documentary on it. So I went and bought the evidence from uh, the police station. It cost me about uh, 100 bucks. Making ours look like shit. <laughs> Inside conversations, guys. Yeah. Um, cost about 100 bucks, and I got two discs, and... Um, one, I don't know what happened to that one, but the other one had gone missing up until uh, today when I was um, looking for batteries, and I found the first disc. And the first disc has a, a, a nugget of gold, in my opinion. It has one of the last recordings of Eddie Guerrero on a voicemail, a uh, answering machine. Maybe Eddie Guerrero killed Chris Benoit's family. It's a possibility. Well, we'll go into that. But the thing is, this is this ain't no bullshit. He actually came with the disc. We see there's pictures of the house. There's yeah. uh, there's voicemails. There's telephone numbers. Obviously, we're not gonna um, you know, we're gonna play a few things for you here in the podcast. But yeah, you know, nothing too extensive because there's a lot of personal information. Yeah. But obviously, uh, it was enough for the police just to sling that out to you for about a hundred bucks. <laughs> The other disc that I had had more pictures um, of where the bodies were found. Uh, on this disc, we only had one 
one picture where one body was found. Can, and then, can I ask you, did, did you have to fill out any paperwork? None. <laughs> they did sling out that shit then, the information. I think maybe I had to, like, write a – it was a while ago. But write I think the maybe, check maybe, to – Yeah, blank. no, no, I had to write it. I had to write a money order to the uh, Fayette County – um, police uh, department. Okay. And I think it was just a, re- uh, a request, like a, literally a handwritten request. I would like to see the, I would like a copy of da 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 da. And like a week later, I got okay. it. Okay. So maybe they were just charging you for the actual time of and the hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, you know, I'm not going to claim to be some sort of Crispin Watt expert, but as far as like people who have investigated but the I murder. But I know everything about them. Is, you know, as far as people who have investigated the murder. Yeah. I know more than the average bear. Oh. So, do you believe that it was a conspiracy, or do you believe he killed his family? I I believe. Well, we'll get into that. Let's right. for those of you that don't know about this Chris Benoit case, let me kind of just give it to you in a nutshell. So, Chris Benoit uh, was a double murder suicide. Okay, and um, it refers to the period on June twenty second, um, uh, two thousand seven. Chris Benoit, which is obviously a forty-year-old uh, wrestler. June twenty second, yes, that's in two days. Oh, oh, we planned that shit correct. Damn, that's what this that podcast good. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how we planned this. This is all came. Crispin Wall just give us the gift right now. Okay, he's like, <laughs> do the podcast. <laughs> but basically, he was uh, employed with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. He killed his wife Nancy Benoit and suffocated their seven-year-old son Daniel. Before hanging himself, autopsy showed that Benoit's wife was murdered first as she was bound at the feet, wrist, and died. On June 22nd, Nancy was found wrapped in a towel and with blood under her head. Um, The district attorney reported no other signs of struggle. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) That sounds like some Um, professional hitman shit. Who taught Benoit how to kill? Well, is that like no, no, a prerequisite no, 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 no. before you enter the WWE? Benoit was legit. It's just like, and are you a trained assassin? That's like the Benoit last was a legit wrestler. He knew how to put people in holds. That's true. He, That's true. He wrestled in that crazy dungeon with the old yeah. crazy old stew. I don't mind that. That was just a gunshot. Where it, actually we are filming at Sassy Studios. It's kind of the Wild West outside. <laughs> it is. Um, but uh, but anything aside, we, we'll actually show a few. If you go on our Booze and Dudes Instagram, we're going to show a few pictures. But it, it actually shows the weights. And I don't know if these were released anywhere, but there's big weights that's on top of the uh, weight machine. And we're I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if anybody has this information. And it was held. You could see it. You, they, they should check out the photo because you also see that not only did he add an extra weight to the weight set, but he held it in with a fucking uh, baton. Oh, he jammed that jammed. motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, um, he wasn't fucking around. There, the only thing that doesn't make sense in um, uh, in the story of Benoit, I'm gonna say I'm I believe Benoit killed his family and then himself. Oof. But the motive is not what we think. See, here's the thing: they think that he had ro- roid rage. He didn't. There was no steroids found in his body. I think that he had the brain of an eighty year old man. I've well, I've told you that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, not not just you, but that was what. Well, we can get into that later, and we can add it. People want to check the links. Oh God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever links and connections uh, Chuck adds, but there's a lot to that story. And Mark Murrow himself says that hey, you know, this dude had a lot of severe brain uh, head, head trauma. No, 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 no. That that that's no that that's not what Murrow said. 
Mero said is that steroids was a big thing in the locker room. He ne he never worked with Benoit. His whole thing was he knew uh, Benoit was probably on steroids. Now check this out. Listen, there was alcohol found in his system. There was no steroids found in the system. There were steroids found at the house, but none in the system. Now here's the kicker: is that everybody that talks about Chris Benoit would say that he was a very quiet man. You know, he was very professional and he was very serious. That being said, when he had the autopsy done, yes, they said that his brain was the brain of an 80-year-old man with Alzheimer's. Now, here's the here's the thing. You're an 80-year-old man with Alzheimer's. How in the hell can you put together a wrestling match that made events WrestleMania? Uh, I, I believe because it's not like he has that constantly. It's like a flicker. I, he goes in and out. That's why it's like Alzheimer's because his brain's deteriorating. And what they mean is his he shouldn't have this brain yet. You know what I mean? I think I think that was the argument. So, so let me get, let me get a little more into it. So this is the couple's son, uh, Daniel Benoit, um, also died obviously because of suffocation. Uh, apparently killed as he laid in the bed uh, in the morning. Then one of the evening uh, evenings of uh, June twenty fourth. So maybe a couple days later, Benoit died. Uh, Benoit died of suicide in the weight room when he used a. Um, uh, weight obviously we'll we'll see the pictures in in the lifting machine and hung himself he placed copies of the bible alongside the bodies of his wife and son as well as their third bible on his weight lifting machine since benoit's suicide numerous explanations for his actions have been proposed including chronic traumatic um epopathy steroid use and uh and, and a failing marriage uh, the incident led to numerous media accounts and a federal investigation on steroid abuse in professional wrestling. Yeah, um, he uh, he and his wife Nancy were were really pretty much getting ready to get divorced. They were not happy. They they were still trying. So that's why the parents were calling to check if she was okay because yes. they knew he was a fucking maniac. Yes. Oh yes. And of course, uh, we won't we will not mix uh, words. He had put hands on her before. Yep. See. Now. Psycho. The the other part, the other the other thing that kind of is so confusing is, of course, why did he kill Daniel? I'll tell you. I mean, I'm gonna. Here's my theory. Here's my theory. Okay, the the thing it wasn't it had nothing to do with steroids. Uh huh. It had to do. Okay, it had to do with the failing marriage. Okay, and it wasn't working out. So what happened was it got abusive, and he eventually said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna kill my wife," and killed his wife. His his son that was actually at the house. Was uh, a spe had special needs? Okay, that's he wasn't normal. So, that's so speculative. They don't know that for sure. Well, he seemed like he had special needs, and I don't think he wanted his son to be raised by anybody else, since he knew at that point he was going to go to jail. So, I think at that point, he liquored himself up. Obviously, was liquored up after he killed his wife and said, "Fuck it, I'm not. My son's not going to be in the hands of anybody else," and killed his son too. Took his son's life, and he said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna kill myself." After it's, the guilt, it's very of possible. doing all of that. It's very possible. Here's the timeline, though: is that he kills Nancy on Friday, then he kills uh, Daniel. That's a freaky on, Friday. Yeah. Uh, Come on. Then he kills Daniel on Saturday, Ooh. and then he kills himself Sunday morning. So why does he wait so long in between each death? Like if you, if, I mean, if you, if if I just killed my son, I would immediately want to die, but instead this guy waits around for like four or five hours. Remember the way Bob Backlund would look at his hands after doing the crossface chicken wing? Yeah, but that was that was fake. Okay, that was a work. Now, 
now pretend that's realsies and then you know benoit killed his family freaked out didn't realize what he did looking for the right bible verse what well, here's the thing here's there's where my theory comes into play when when he killed his wife he obviously killed his wife first correct yeah okay her limbs were bound and her body was wrapped in a towel and it, according to her injuries he had pressed a knee into her back while pulling a cord around her neck causing strangulation so at that that's that's like an angry that's like an angry fucking mm-hmm. thing what he did to his son he just put it he just strangled his son with the pillow over his head right yeah so yeah he was angry at the time wait no no he didn't smother his uh son with a pillow he actually legit put him in a chokehold like his son was asleep and he just kind of slowly put him around and bah. he did the crippler crossface to his son yeah. fuck a uh, fucked up story like a year after Benoit, after this happened, I'm wrestling for uh, Millennium Pro Wrestling, and I'm wrestling under, as fanboy Daniel Murphy. Oh, yeah. And the guy I'm wrestling puts me in the crossface and starts screaming, Tap, Daniel, tap! Damn, dark. <laughs> but We could laugh. There, there's just, there, there feels like there it's was right. maybe uh, a visitor that got into his head or that there was something else to it. That, that I mean, definitely that he killed them. But there's something in this equation that we are missing. I'm going to throw it out there, and then if I end up dead soon, you guys know why. Okay. I believe that what Vince does, Vince is one of those bored millionaires that's like, doesn't or billionaire, whatever. He doesn't know what to do with himself, right? So I think that he got together with a group of other billionaires. What they do out of boredom is they go around killing people and to see if they can get away with it. I believe that Benoit was a victim of Vince McMahon going into the house. Stop. And he warned this him. Asshole. This asshole. No, dude, that's... Prove no, my theory it, wrong. It, they, Prove yeah, my theory yeah, wrong. I'm sitting here, prove me wrong. The, no, it, it really... The evidence ties into it. They were both liquored up, him and his wife, having a big dispute. They've obviously had problems prior to that. You they were tell, about to get a divorce. You can tell the photos if they check out And the if you look at it, like I said, it's a it's an angry it's an angry death. He puts his knee into the that was in the public information as and well. And strangles huh? her. It's not something that just you know what something did. Obviously, he did snap. Okay, but the thing is, it's it, there had to be motive behind it. Why didn't he just snap on a wrestler that was in the ring and just strangle the fuck out of a wrestler that was in the ring? He for the longest time he was able to put matches together and never snapped yeah, on yeah. anybody else. No one suspected it. It that, was a dispute. Isn't that such a strange thing though that like he can be. Um, off all the time, except for when it's like, hey, you got to put a match together, and then he's on. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it just got to him. There's nothing. There's no ster. There's nothing with. Nothing with steroids. They're not helping. My grandma had had Alzheimer's on my mom's side, and she had she struggled to remember who her family was, but she would still remember how to do things that she did in her, in her life. So, yeah, that's not that's not unusual. I don't. Okay. Well, okay. no normal thinking person's gonna do some shit like that. Oh, yeah. This guy obviously had a screw loose, okay, and whatever reason it be, he obviously it snapped when he had a dispute with his wife because he was beefing it with his wife. So it could have been some and water fucking boy stuff. violently killed her. Could have been some water <laughs> and boy stuff. And then he is the reason he killed his son is because he didn't want his son. He realized what he did. He killed his fucking wife. He knew he was gonna go into what he was gonna go to prison. And at that point, he that made means a decision. he's rational thinking. Once he start, once you start using critical thinking, that means you are a sound mind. If he snapped, he snapped. He was a sound mind when he killed Daniel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yes. is kind of like cold blood murder. Yeah, because the the wife, you could argue that was a crime of passion. Yes, the son is not. 
That no, was like he was a sound mind when he yeah. murdered his fucking son, Daniel. And he the reason being the motive behind that is he didn't want that kid to be with anybody else. He didn't want his kid to go to a fucking anybody else. He wanted to he wanted to die with his son. And and then he hung himself. But yes, he was a sound mind after that happened. He had a screw loose, obviously, when he killed his wife, and things got out of fucking control. But at the end of the day, the motive for behind killing his son is he didn't want his son with anybody else. I mean, the more selfish. we, the more we, oh, it's fucking selfish. The more we think about this, the more it is kind of coming into play about like about Vince the, being the murderer. No, how he came oh, shut in up. About three at night. No. Here's here here is the last red herring. Here's yeah, the fed the dogs. Yes, we know because because he also sent out a text to everybody telling them where the dogs were and where the the keys were so they can come in. Yeah, there was there was voicemails and there was voicemails by Eddie Guerrero. We're gonna play that right now for you. Go ahead. Hey Chris, this is uh, Eddie Guerrero. Hi Nancy, how you doing? Uh, this is Eddie, Biggie, Shaw, and Sherlyn. And we all want to say hello to you and Daniel and Chris and the whole family. We hope you guys are doing great. And uh, just want to let you know the next time you guys are around in Phoenix that you guys got a home to come stay with. Us with uh, we're really looking forward to your company. But anyway, uh, the reason I'm calling is I'm trying to get a hold of Chris. And the reason is because I got to fly into Minneapolis tonight. Uh, and I don't know if Chris is flying in tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, but I know I got to fly in tonight. So uh, Chris uh, told me he was going to set up the uh, uh, hotels because... Saturday, 3.50 p.m. Hey guys, this is Eddie, just finishing up my call. Uh, so, yeah, that's just it. Uh, I'd like to find out what a hotel it is, and uh, because I might have to reserve my room for an extra night, Chris. So, uh, if you could get back to me as soon as you can, I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it, Chris. Okay? Thank you, brother, and God bless you, man, and I'm sorry to disturb you, okay? Take care, man. My best to your family. Bye-bye. This is actually the last uh, voicemail Chris Benoit left his family before uh, he arrived home. Monday, 6, 19 p.m. Good morning, Annie. Good morning, Dan Dan. Sorry, Mr. I guess you must be in the way already. Uh, I just woke up. I'll tell you later. Love you, bye. Tuesday, 8, 14 a.m. Hi, honey. Hi, Dan. Dan. Sorry, Mr. I'll turn myself on. Love you, bye. Tuesday, 11.45 a.m. Hi, this is Kathy from Talent Relations. Um, I'm looking for Chris, and if he is there, which I hope he's not, I hope he's in Houston, um, can you give me a call at 203-912-3173? Thank you. Sunday, 5.22 p.m. 
Hey Chris, it's Ann from the office. Just trying to get in touch with you. It is Sunday evening. Um, I think about seven o'clock. So we're hoping everything is okay. So if you can call me on my cell phone, two zero three nine one two eight three two. Talk to you soon. So you guys just listen to the voicemail. Uh, one of the last ones from uh, Eddie Guerrero. I actually really like that. I mean, it's 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 a gem. I would say. Well, these these guys were truly friends. You could tell in the voicemail. I mean, this guy was really cared for. You know, he meant a lot of he meant a lot to a, a lot of different people. This dude kept a real tight circle of friends. Chris Moore wasn't the fucking social type. You know, you know, he wasn't that type. He was an introvert, and he had a he had a tight circle of friends. And Eddie Guerrero was one of them. You could tell. <laughs> uh, I would agree. It's it's it's. You know what's, what's 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 funny is when I first heard this, like um, I was just giving this stuff raw. They didn't tell me raw that, dog. Yeah, they didn't tell me what was on these discs. They just kind of like here's here you go. You can hear him eating jelly donuts in the background and shit. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that this is obviously um, um, this is obviously someone's got a recorder up to the uh, answering machine. Yep. This is because it's obviously an answering machine. He's like, hey Mick, you ever booked that guy for that fake charge? And he's yeah. like, nah, sorry about that. And it starts from the oldest message to the most recent, and the first one was it's Eddie Guerrero. And I, when I heard, I was like, "Holy shit, this is Eddie Guerrero!" And it's really what. And of course, if you listen to the message, it's just him talking about like. Sounds like a beatnik. <laughs> shut up! It's him being like, "Oh, hey man, um, what flight is Chris taking? Because maybe I can reschedule, or maybe I can. I don't know." And that's really cool. And of course, he ends it with "God bless." Um, and then the rest of the messages are like um, WWE uh, talent relations. Hey, where's Chris? And at the very end, it's like, hope he ain't murdering anybody. <laughs> that's the way she said it. You are dark. Nope. I'm keeping it light because yeah, that's the way sure she said are. it. Um, <laughs> but um, the mom was like, where's my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> the dad's like, all right. My wife already tried. Here's, here's, the, here's, the, last, the, here's the last red herring that makes things so awkward. Well, I guess two red herrings. Benoit was last seen watering the lawn in his tights. They, uh, they, they, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew he they, was going to flip. Well, no. Uh, apparently, the 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 day of the murders yeah. was actually very close to the uh, divorce date of Nancy to uh, Sullivan. It's really sad. Do you ever What's think that... Who am I thinking of? Sullivan? Oh, yeah. The t- uh, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah. So there's this whole idea that like, oh, um, Sullivan actually killed them or something like that. I think that's bullshit. The uh, the last one, the very last one, is that what's so weird is that Benoit misses a pay per view for the ECW brand. Right, correct. He was supposed to face, uh, according to the CM Punk, CM Punk yeah. for the ECW World and, Heavyweight Champion at Vengeance. And somebody on Wikipedia put on his Wikipedia page, like the reason he missed that um, that pay per view. It's because he killed his family. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about somebody that coincidentally no. knew. Th- well, he they interviewed the actual guy that did it, and he was like, "I was just joking," but it's like, what a coincidence to be spot freaking on. Well, there's you know? a lot. There's so many comments and shit, mm-hmm. and you know, as we bullshit too, we would bullshit about something like that. Like, oh fuck, it really happened. I mean, it's not too far off. I mean, you know, there's a lot of sick fucking comments out there. Anytime you put a YouTube, you know, shit out and someone didn't show up, there's there's someone going to post some shit. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't believe he murdered. <laughs> Come on. That's, he. You kidding me? A guy that's going to post that and then he's like, oh, shit, it happened? Yeah, he did it? No, he didn't do it. 
Wow. I, I, I know it was, was, a, was a trip is that uh, my screen captured it. It was um, and it's in the archives of Yahoo. Yahoo had up 24 hours early exactly how many people died and the shooting that happened in San Bernardino. When I went and tracked it the next day to see what was up, the post date was uh, 24 hours. Yeah, earlier. that's different controversy. We're talking about no, Benoit. no, no conspiracy theory. But yeah, conspiracy is theory. The point. So, like so maybe Benoit didn't kill his family. No, I believe he did. June 25th. Oh, it dark. We'll, we'll talk about it. In uh, it says uh, John Laurinaitis um, was notified by text message sent uh, to Chavo and Scott Armstrong that the company asked for the sheriff department to check Benoit's family after discovering the bodies. So it actually. They did a, a wellness check uh, because WWE sent them over there. Say, hey, you can check on these fucking people. They're not returning any of our calls. They're on. They're on ass. He's missed. He's, he's missed a pay per view and two house shows. Informing. No, 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 no. He 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 missed a pay per view, and then in the middle of the pay per view, they found out that he was dead. Well, it says right here what? that he he missed Night of Champions, and then he also um, there was an event in Beaumont, Texas. Um, that he he failed to appear as well. well Both house shows. Well, no, but wait a minute. If, if Night of Champions is on Sunday, no, it's prior to that. Right oh. here. So but before Night of Champions, Benoit failed. No, Benoit failed to appear at both of the house show events in Beaumont on the night of Saturday, June twenty third, and wow. the Night of Champions pay per view in Houston. In te- so this is all happened in Texas. He missed the house shows prior to. Do you guys do you guys think that if like um like when people miss shit like this like show after show and things are going crazy, you think that Vince sends out like the Mean Street Posse to go and see what the hell's going on? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this dick over here. All right, so okay, so he misses Friday, he misses Saturday, and then he misses the pay per view on Sunday, and then Monday is Raw, and that's when Vince makes the announcement. Uh, Chris and his family are dead, and that's of course the same night that Vince goes live on Raw and says like, "I'm sorry." Correct. So they basically did a wellness check. Yeah. Vince, since you know, basically uh, they called the police. They called the police, and the police said that they just found a bunch of bodies. So what WWE is told that night yeah. is that they um, that they discovered uh, that they discovered the bodies, and somebody broke into the house and killed his family. And Crispin Wall. So at this point, they're giving wrestlers the opportunity to either stay at the – it's a memorial show – to stay at the show um, or to fly back home, according to uh, Hornswoggle on a, a podcast. He said, hey, listen, you can, you can, you can talk about Crispin Wall when he meant to you, or you can fly back home this you, really, week. you believe that little liar? <laughs> I don't know. That's what he said. I'm just saying it's not like he has much to go on. Uh, little jokes. That's little great. Jokes. That's you. great. Um, but, uh, you know, good or bad, this is, well, no, this has all been bad. No, it, it absolutely, and then, it, but let's talk about the motives. There is actually, in the Wikipedia page, yep. there is motives, and basically the attorney um, said that Benoit was pres- prescribed uh, testosterone as part of treatment, uh, replacement therapy, which is a common medical practice that people have used, you know, for people that have used steroids in the past and suffer from uh, testicular damage as a result. Former wrestler Christopher Nowinski stated that Benoit might have suffered, yeah, from repeat um, concussions throughout his wrestling career, unfortunately lending to an unstable mental state. Um, 
he was one of the only guys who would take a chair shot to the back of the head, which is stupid. Test conducted Benoit's brain um, was uh, was was severely damaged and resembled the brain of an 85 year old man with Told Alzheimer's. You. Someone scrambled his eggs and his family paid for it. Yeah. Yep. It says he uh, suffered damage to all four of his lobes of the brain and brain stem. Remember that that back suplex he gave off the second rope? And then he fucking just starts losing his mind because fucking he's in so much pain. So Benoit's father said that a brain damage may have been the leading cause of the double murder-suicide and uh, released... Um, Nancy Benoit had filed for divorce back in May 2003, allegedly for uh, domestic abuse. Um, but Chris had withdrawn in in '03 of August. Um, so basically, Nancy may have suspected her husband of having an affair with a female WWE wrestler, as they have argued over a life insurance policy. And the claim source was recently released. Uh, this was all released by the sheriff's office. Vince McMahon was the one who had the insurance policy. Come on, come on, or. Can we also look into, and I encourage this, the, all jokes aside, me being shitty aside, really look into the mental damage that Diet Coke has to the brain. Well, all right, uh, anyways, <laughs> the, uh, the, the uh, Hardcore Holly also, he's a wrestler, and he says that he speculates that the main influence in, Bo- in Benoit, Benoit's actions was alcohol abuse rather than steroids. Holly and Benoit traveled together on the road, and... Basically, he says that he never seen Benoit uh, do steroids. He didn't think it was a factor, but they drank like a, uh, you know, like fish. I heard a great uh, Bob Holly, uh, Benoit, Jamie Noble story. You want to hear it? Yep. This is okay. So um, they're at a Bob Evans. You guys know what Bob Evans is? Sure. For those who don't know what Bob Evans is, Bob <laughs> Evans is like this. Um, it's kind of like Denny's for the East Coast. Yep. I know. Yeah. And um, so they're all together. It's it's Benoit, Holly, Jamie Noble, Paul London, and Brian Kendrick. That's Molly Holly, right? <laughs> and uh, so uh, Benoit goes. Move. I'll have I'll have the uh, the the lum- I'll have the lumberjack breakfast, or I'll have a steak, I'll have eggs and toast. Holly, steak, eggs. Toast, and as they say, Jamie Noble, same thing, same thing. <laughs> and then freaking London's like, I'll have the same thing. And then uh, they're all getting it because Benoit's getting it. Yeah, exactly. And and then freaking and then freaking Brian Kendrick, I'll have a stack of flapjacks with all the sugar and syrup, and da da da, some ham. And then he goes, Benoit uh, takes the takes the ladies, um, the the waitress's p- pad, and she goes, he goes, no. He'll have a, we're having 20 eggs. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, you also too, you hear stories of Benoit Nazi. being in like a, um, ba- being in like a yeah. wrestler's court and telling them, kicking the Miz out of the locker room wow. and making dudes do like, like a thousand uh, squats. I mean, he was part of the, he was one of the enforcers in the fucking, in the, in the back. Yeah, see, he's he kicked nutso. the Miz out. He kicked the fucking Miz out. Thank God for the Miz, Benoit but killed like, his so family So, again, himself. how can you say that, like, he had uh, dementia only when you would put a match on? Because he still did talk to people. He didn't talk a lot, but he talked to people. 
Um, here's another funny story that I heard. Um, it involved uh, Benoit, Matt Hardy, and Mr. Uh, Kennedy. So it's like um, it's Matt Hardy's driving, Benoit's in the back, and Kennedy is uh, taking a uh, passenger. Is this like a rabbi, a Jew? No, 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 okay. no. Um, they're in the, it's like w- mi- midnight, and they're looking for a hotel to just crash at. And this is before like Google was really uh, useful. This is like 2006. That makes me wonder. Do you think Benoit would have killed his family and himself if like if he had Google? If he had Google and like Anyways, Twitter and all right. no. Maybe he um, would have so been a little happier. They stop at this one shitty <laughs> motel, yeah. and Matt Hardy gets out to go uh, to go. Che- or no, I'm sorry. Um, Mr. Kennedy goes out to go check to see if there are any rooms, and Matt says, he goes, he goes, Benoit just kind of came up from the back and goes, there's not going to be any rooms for us. And <laughs> It's like some shining <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> and Mr. Kennedy comes back, there's no rooms, guys. Matt, Matt Hardy goes, I heard in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Then finally, they uh, they find a, um, a Ramada Inn that's two rooms left. Three guys, two rooms. Anybody who's ever met Benoit, can they really say they're surprised to find out that he was a psychopath? <laughs> they, yeah, the dude was a, such a fucking uh, that dude was such a fucking uh, introvert. That d- motherfucker was quiet everywhere, I and mean, yeah, he was a psychopath. Yeah, if I was a betting man, I would bet money on him. Out yeah, of out of all the wrestlers, like, hey, dude, yeah, I'm seeing, and there's this one motherfucker that's just lift working out. Constantly, constantly in the fucking <laughs> corner, staring at me, and he looked like a. F- we all have the same. And breakfast. he looked like a fucking psycho. Yeah. He did. Do you see, have you seen his son? It looks I, exactly like him. I gotta finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So finally, they, they go to Ramada Inn and they get. I don't need the fucking money. <laughs> we realized that earlier too. <laughs> Freaking. So they go to Ramada Inn. There's two rooms, three guys, one bed each. So, ex- exactly. So, um, Benoit goes like. All right, I get one room. Uh, who wants to stay with? Uh, does he, Kennedy, you want to stay with me? Matt goes like, "Hey, uh, 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 Chris, do you how, what, what, do you sleep regularly? No. What do you, what do you do to pass the time if you can't sleep? So sometimes I read, sometimes I watch TV, sometimes I fucking squat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly." You, you're telling me he didn't kill his fucking fuck you. Yeah. Everyone's like, I'm surprised. But he Hornswoggle. Uh, it just didn't happen. Hornswoggle, but, you're two feet tall. Believe me, there's other things that are possible. Yeah. But hey, listen, if it didn't happen, have him watch your fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So freaking, no, no. Like he, uh, Chris Bermois says all that. Stupid and then Mr. Anderson goes, Mr. Anderson goes, yeah, I'm going to stay with you, uh, Matt. <laughs> No, he was a hard ass. Chris Moore was he a fucking was. hard ass. Did you ever hear that thing where he cussed out Violent J from the ICP? No. Um, I'm sure it happened. No, no. So ICP was with uh, WCW for a little while. They had the thing called the uh, the Vicious Carnival of the Violent Carnival. It's fucking stupid. Um, and they had this the, this like RV. Oh, cool. Of course they did. <laughs> uh, WCW had this RV that was made for um, uh, it, promos. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, so Benoit's doing a promo, and then Vampiro takes Violent J up to the door of the RV and goes, bam, 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 and then runs away, and Violent J doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and then Benoit opens the door, the fuck you doing, we're doing a fucking promo, what's wrong with you? And cusses him out, and he's, he's like, it was Vampiro. 
Yeah, but he he said like the the veins in his neck were throbbing. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. You got to think. We're surprised it didn't happen in the ring. Yeah. Chris Benoit's type would have fucking killed somebody in the ring. Oh, strangle him for real. Yeah, and and then we try to rip him off. That motherfucker is strong as fuck, and it, it someone would have died. In the ring. I was like, I'm sorry, my brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, let's go to commercial Fuck break. Fuck off, we're doing a podcast. Let's go to commercial break. <laughs> the Hardys lose. You know what that means? We're eligible for tag team title shots once again. Oh, how much does that rule? We should celebrate with a song. Who song? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, fellow Canadian Chris Benoit. Good choice. Yeah. <clears throat> Two, three, four. Chris Benoit here, and he's really mad. Chris Benoit is here, and he's really angry. Here it is, and Paul Beckman, my song. Is there any wrestler who can prove him wrong? <laughs> Come on, that was pretty good. Oh, that reeked, Nick. Oh, man, we're back. What a great commercial. Oh, man, I love those commercials. Do you love these commercials? It's like my favorite. It's, that's why I watch it. It's why... I don't really care about the rest of the show. That's why we get paid to do this. Yeah. It's because of those commercials. It warms my heart. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's talk more about Chris Benoit. Now... <laughs> Do you think? Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think they should still recognize Chris Benoit as uh, wrestling? So, like when they have like a twenty-five, you know, years of WrestleMania, do you think he should be in the highlights? Um, do you think he should be brought up in the WWE Network, like saying, like, hey, you know, not necessarily targeted, not like, hey, uh, first, you know, t- not specifically Chris Benoit, but I'm talking like the history, like you know, when when WrestleMania hits, like, oh, you know, one of the greats. No, not at all. They have so much history, so many WrestleMania moments that they don't need him. And I'm sorry, he killed his wife, his nine-year-old child, and then himself. Sorry, three strikes, you're out. Well, I guess I disagree. I know. Okay, Hitler, explain. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I mean, if that's what you need to do to feel better, hey, man, let it oh. out. Let, let it out. Go ahead, call me Hitler. But... I let I, I will say this, he did give his life, and his family's lives were given for essentially that career. And let's say you don't want to include Benoit. What what about his wife? What was her crime? Why don't they show her? They don't show her or what she contributed at all in her career. Like it's basically like they're wiping out her memory, her existence because of what Benoit did. So if you want to toot the horn that Benoit is a murderer and he killed his family so he doesn't deserve it, what about his wife? Why can't we show anything It's fine, her? but like his wife wasn't really that big of a deal. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The question wasn't, do we erase her life? The question was, should he be recognized I'm, in WrestleMania? I'm saying that he essentially wiped her out, right? I agree, I agree, with, her. I agree with Sassy here. Um, he essentially did. They essentially did. Fine, re- you guys. They essentially did erase her. But the question is, I mean, should we, should we still put Chris Benoit in highlights and all that other stuff? No, I, I'm and not I don't saying, think so. I'm not saying we should put him in highlights. But what I am saying is, every time there's a WrestleMania, let's not forget who helped pave those. Do those, Vince those don't give times. Vince don't give two fucks. Okay, he eliminated fucking uh, Hulk Hogan. Basically, like for six like years. six years, because he called somebody a nigger. Uh, fucking. Seriously. And there goes booze and dudes for six years. We'll be back six years from now, guys. Oh come on, we don't care about it. Tell me he didn't just say that. Yeah. No, but seriously though, that's what happened. 
Some somewhere right now, Hulk Hogan just got a chill in his his, yep. his spine. Hey, I'm okay now. Somewhere, oh, brother. Oh, somewhere right brother. now, he's hulking up. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> Every time you say the N word. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I guess he's all, up. He starts hulking up. Well, let's face it. We all use the N word. We don't necessarily uh, air it. Actually, uh, and I it don't. Was, and it, we don't. Know. You, you nice don't try. say it. We don't say it with uh, intent. Nope. You know. I I always drop the A, the the soft Nega? A. The soft A. Go up, my nigga. It's a soft, drawn out A. I go, nigga. Is what it is. The opinions in this podcast have nothing to do with uh, Joe Euclea. <laughs> yeah, but, but if you're a skinhead uh, looking for a Joe Euclea, he is part of the Booze and Dudes podcast. Yeah. He just moved. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a part of the Ukaipa gang, uh, you do know his name now. And you're listening to us. Thank you. You're First to of us, all, thanks you. for being a listener. But uh, also, think, <laughs> uh, you know, but like I said, you're right. They don't uh-huh. mention her, but she wasn't really that big of a deal. She wasn't like fucking, um, you okay. know. Like, okay, yes, I agree with that. She wasn't that big of a deal, right? But she did give her life <laughs> for the business because his brain went and essentially, however the argument goes, however you spread it or cut it, somewhere along the line, he lost his shit and either steroids or alcohol or a mixture of those abuses led to his family's murder. His choice, right? So do we blame wrestling? I don't know. Do you blame alcohol? Who well, knows? See, but he still made his decision, right? Here's the thing. Is that to you guys, she's been faded out. To that, me, she hasn't. And here's why. I'm just saying. Oh, what was that? I'm sorry. Did you want to? Oh, yeah. Well, that was uh, Chris Benoit calling me from the dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see... First off, what was her wrestling name? <laughs> yeah, you want to talk shit. What was her wrestling name, dude? I don't know, man. It's like when he snuffed it out, it was like, you know, this is the, you guys, thank you, you guys. You know what? You're proving my point. You know what? That was a, that you was know a what? great question you know to what? knock off your fucking name. You know what? Thank what you. What was her wrestling name? Thank you. I have no idea. If Vince had only kept her around and, and talked about her and what she contributed, we would all remember her name. Um, Dude, let me tell you something. No, right? no, 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 no hold on. Triple H that killed China, oh, okay, yeah. they would still talk about China. Um, you, I've got you, some you, news you, for you, you sir. Down over there. I've got some news for you, uh, Mr. Sassy. You just said that, like, uh, if Vince kept her around more, right? Uh, her name after she died. She never worked for WWE. I know, WCW, right? Yeah, so why the fuck would she give a fuck? Old, you tell me he don't own WCW. Fuck. Yes, you tell me he can't use those film reels. They use it for every goddamn thing else. He did. So why didn't he do a memory? This video is a tribute to Nancy. He did. He did. He did to the family. And also, he used her in the Four Horsemen DVD because she was a part of the Four Horsemen in the mid-90s, young man. But was that before or after the murder? Hold on. Before, hold on. No, no, no. Ken did the Four Horsemen after Benoit go went and killed people. No, it was before. Thank you. I had to, I had to do I had to do the math because See? I knew when it. I got. Oh, yep. On contraire. See, Vince would do got, that after. I got, that's too I remember, risque. I remember I got Vince saying that stupid. I got I, I got my I got a DUI when I was twenty three years old. That would have been two thousand six. And that's when the she happened. died in two thousand seven. Get off your fucking high horse. <laughs> okay, but that's my point. They did the DVD before the old murder. You just said it was a, that they're erasing her. 
Yeah, yeah, by not talking about her any fucking thing after she died. And, well, anyways, you know they, they talk about alive. her. Yeah, they also, they also her, do the, uh, the they talk about the territories because she was big in the Florida territory. Look, that's what was what the original started. question? What was the original question? Should basically Benoit be wiped out of history because he went and killed her? But then, what else is like a crime that's so I heinous? I think he like, should be. A w- didn't, didn't Superfly Jimmy Snuka uh, kill some chick? But yeah, because it, yes. but because it wasn't big news. He's still like it's it's, it's and, acceptable to keep him around. Um. Well, no, no. no so if we're going by so. public eye, it's pretty fucked up that they don't do it to one, but they do it to another. Uh, he's Benoit was way gone. bigger of a fucking deal than Superfly. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm burping. And what about I, people who kill themselves? Aren't they essentially murdering themselves? Yeah, but you don't know what's going through the head to kill themselves. So let's not talk about Crash Holly, right? Crash Holly had a died of an overdose, bro. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Anyways, but uh, guys, where is all lying? Guys, do we have a <laughs> maybe a favorite memory of the wrestler, not the man, but the wrestler Benoit? I'm gonna give you guys a chance to think because I actually kind of have mine. You know, because uh, if you go through his catalog of, of matches throughout WCW and WWE, he actually has a lot of cool matches. But for me, um, there's this match he had when he was the tag champs. With Chris Jericho yep. on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and they have a ladder match, and he does the diving headbutt off the turnbuckle yep. onto mm-hmm. a table that's on the ground. Yep. And of course, they take him away, and then he comes right back out, and he like kind of like just roughhouse everybody and gets the tag belts back. And I was yep. like, that was fucking cool. I remember. You remember? I remember. All right, your now your turn. What's your favorite? Uh, him and Kurt Angle still cage match. Oh, when Angle missed that. That, yep. Oh, and then for, oh man, are you kidding? I don't even remember who won. Do you remember who for, won? For for me, it was a toss up between that match and the triple threat between him and Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Yes, that was a very good match. I I, I kind of like didn't want to put that one because that's the match where when he was uh when when they were showing footage of him on like CNN, it was always him hugging Daniel and his wife mm-hmm. after he just won the title. Yeah, good times. And then, like, it really bothered me that he lost the belt, like, what, six months later? To just... do, you think, do you think when he was hugging them, he was like, oh, you guys have no idea. He <laughs> <laughs> it was premeditated? No. Uh, um, him losing the belt to Orton out of nowhere? Oh, yeah. That. Maybe that sent him over the edge. Maybe. Maybe when he was murdering his family, he was like, Orton, Vince. I don't know. You never know. So, uh, Bucks. Yeah. yeah, no, I would say uh, basically the WrestleMania match when he won his world title. It's basically like what a lot of these, like, jobber, like, he was always kind of like a mid-carder in WWE. Um, even in um, in WCW, really, he didn't come come to pass. He was more of like a cruiserweight in WCW. But basically, sometimes these guys, like Kofi Kingston, uh, for example, is like a modern-day uh, mid-carder that, you know, made his way to the top. He's WWE, and these dudes that, that know how to wrestle really well yeah. and that always deserved it finally get their break. And that was it. That was the crowning moment when he's when he was in WrestleMania, and it was a badass match too. It was a really good match. When you have fucking Triple H, uh, when Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah, yeah. Come on, when you have Triple H, Shawn Michaels, in in, in, in any match, and then you add Chris Benoit to it, which basically that dude will just sacrifice anything to make yeah. you know a, a match look good. And remember that, like for weeks, they were doing Triple H. You tapped out. That you was tapped yeah. Out. My second favorite would probably be Bret Hart versus. Um, 
Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah, the Owen Hart match? The Owen Hart match was one of my favorite of all time. That was just so technical and, and what it meant, um, you know, obviously when Owen passed away. And Owen was a good dude. I mean, you know, obviously wasn't a dickhead like Chris I Benoit. I freaking loved Owen. Like, but that was such a badass match. Like, technical. Like, I like Hold to Hold and, a lot, and those guys like Benoit. Uh, Owen, uh, you know, Marty Jannetty is even a great hold-to-hold guy. And those guys are just old-school wrestlers that just knew how to wrestle. Shawn Michaels is actually one of them, too. So it's a very small amount of people that, you know, back in that in that era that knew how to wrestle, like, superbly and still could put on a match today, you know. Um, obviously, Chris Benoit can't if he... Uh, you you made me just think of this, like, right now. Like, um, so, yeah, Chris Benoit was, like, a mid-card for freaking ever. He, he, he went, he, even after he won the title, he went back to be mid-card after he lost it. It's this weird thing where it's like there are these guys that come out of nowhere to win the big belt, and there's no hype for it. Benoit had hype for it because he won the Rumble, which is why you you know you well, know. he won the WCW title. It's like the you know he didn't, they didn't give him the WWE title. Yeah, either. I know. It's just but, like Mysterio. But, no, 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 but. At that time, well, still to the, till this day, with there being two titles, it's always which title has more attention. Yeah. And like now, nowadays, who has more attention? Seth Rollins as the Universal Championship, or Kofi Kingston as the WWE Champion? And it's right now about even. Yeah, it is. Um, but like I said, it's um, you know, he definitely was a a, a badass wrestler, and that's why people are talking about him because this if this dude was a a low a low card guy like the you know the Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown or something. We wouldn't even talk about him. It's just this dude was at an elite level. He was. And and that's why we're talking about oh, it. Yeah, and but, what we're but, talking but what happened. did you notice your brain instantly equated the psychopath, Chris Benoit, to Doink the Clown? It was an easy transition. Oh, he said Doink the Clown. Oh, well, then Joe I said, said I was going to say, like, Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, yeah. Well, or Bastion Booger. Psycho, man. That, that's how you draw. Like, that, that's, that, that's closer to our point, like. Who, yeah. would, who would you guess in WWE oh, in the exactly. locker room yeah, would do it? Crazy fucks that didn't. My have first guess would be Brooklyn Brawler or well, Doink. Dude, dude had too much going. Second for Second would be Ben. That's Wong. why it was a surprise to everybody. He had too much going for him. Um, but you know, like I said, um, what's what wine does to you and uh, some uh, <laughs> steroids and injuries and yep. a bad marriage. That's, that was ten dollar wine. Stay away from the ten dollar. Stay, stay away from the two buck chuck. Now the, uh, the 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 photos that I could find right now, um, there's n- like ninety percent of them are pretty boring. It's like pe- you know the toilet and the fridge and stuff like that. But there is one or two that we're gonna put up on the Booze and the Dudes podcast uh, Instagram page. There's now none of these pictures have bodies. These are post body pictures what they have are dummies that are put in place of where they found the bodies but you also have things like there's a picture of a wine bottle in the workout room of Benoit's house there's the um how he rigged the weight system to choke him out you know to make sure that he died there there was no way that he could get out of this he he was gonna die we should look up and see if anybody purchased the house uh, recently, who lives there now? I bet there has. Yeah, we'll call him. And we actually have his bre- uh, father-in-law's number too. We're not gonna do that. And we're gonna call him. You want to call him? We'll call him right now. Okay, let's call him right now. Let's call him right now. Let's go with it. Anyways, uh, that is it for this episode. Um, and obviously, we're writing right into uh, right when the murder happened. So this is gonna be released oh, right around that date. So that should be a day or two. Pretty after. crazy. Um, but that's what happened. And we're going to release it on the 22nd. 
so you're listening to it on the 22nd and this is what happened this is the booze and the dudes podcast thank you all for listening 